Madam Speaker, um, these serious allegations of corruption involving Joe Biden have Excuse been me. raised in uh, recent days. Um, have these, have I'm sorry, I'm not answering your questions, okay? We're talking about the coronavirus. That's what I, I don't have all day for questions. That's what we're taking now. Democrats don't want to touch it, but Joe Biden won't deny the laptop or the emails, and Barack Obama takes his shot. But did he fall short? I don't know, but are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Opinion or Opportunity. I am your host, Don Gringo. So we got a lot to go over today. We're going to get into the ongoing controversy of the emails, who said what and when. Uh, watch all my previous episodes. I'm telling you guys, I called this stuff and uh, it's just getting worse. It's just getting worse for the Bidens. It's not getting any better. People are actually coming out and confirming the emails. So we need to get into this. But first... This is the biggest step where Biden actually does try to deny it, but he won't go all in because Joe never goes all in on any decision, right? So here we are. Here we are. There we go. Ready? Boom. Biden family denies profit, profited from his name. Says no basis to Hunter Biden's story. No, there's a lot of basis. It's being proven more and more every day, but we're going to get into this, right? So the big thing here is um, he did an interview, right? And he actually comes out and says in the interview, right? So this right here, this is the article from Fox News, Biden denies, but here we go. Hunter Biden, this article is Vice, and we all know Vice is very liberal. And this was on 1015, and it says right here, ABC News' Amy Robot asked the former VP's son in an interview published Tuesday, if your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? He goes on to say, uh, quote, I don't know. I don't know. Probably not in retrospect. Uh, end quote. Biden, a lawyer and international consultant, answered, quote, but that's, you know, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life if my name, last name wasn't Biden. And he continues, end quote, because my dad was vice president of the United States there's literally nothing as a young man or as a full-grown adult that my father in some way hasn't had influence over and does not serve either one of us. And quote, and get that again. It does not serve either one of us. So my apologies. there was there was that thing going on where um Hunter supposedly had an email where he pays his father, right? His father gets a chunk of his income because it gets funneled through Hunter. I don't know, man. This is not, this is October. This is vice. And, and he's actually coming out and saying it's got to serve both parties, but let's move. Let's go on. Let's go. Let's go. So that was all like happening yesterday that Biden denied, but I don't know who they pissed off. Well, I can tell you who they pissed off, but I don't know how many more people they're going to piss off. So, a business partner and associate of Hunter Biden, Tony Boblinski, uh, right here. This is, this article is one of many. This is the Washington Examiner as of today, 1148 a.m. So 
Uh, Joe tried to deny most of it yesterday, right? But he won't go all in. And then here you go. This is why. Because that laptop is proven to be so much more. And there's so much more coming out other than laptops. There's text messages. But let's go. Let's go. Right? I get it. I know you want me to move on. So much to talk about. So Tony Blinsky, one of Hunter Biden's partners, listed as one of the recipients of the email detailing an apparent business deal between the Chinese company and Hunter Biden, said that the message is genuine and that the big guy, the quote big guy mentioned, is a reference to Hunter's father, former vice president and 2020 Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden whom he claims is Hunter Biden, uh, uh, excuse me, who he claims Hunter Biden asked for business advice. His statement obtained by the Washington Examiner came hours ahead of the final debate between the elder Biden and President Trump and less than two weeks before Election Day. Of course, right? We knew that they had this information and they were sitting on it. We knew, and I called it in my previous episode, Trump is looking for his Comey moment. He's looking for another Comey moment, except this time, he has it and he's making it where before it was all it was all on Hillary and Hillary's mistakes in the FBI. But I'll tell you what, I still don't get it right. Hunter Biden, supposedly an attorney and supposedly have halfing a head on the shows. Why wasn't he half as smart as Hillary Clinton? I just don't get it. At least she decided to destroy everything. What is this guy doing? I just don't get it. He's going to be the downfall of his father. Maybe he subconsciously self-destructing. Who knows? We know he has a drug habit. Maybe this is going well far and above and beyond it and it's getting to him subconsciously. But we're going to go forth. So, quote, facts set forth below are true and accurate. But Blinksy said they are not any form of domestic or foreign disinformation. There you have it, folks. Not any form of disinformation. Any suggestions to the contrary is false and offensive. I am the re- uh, I am the receipt recipient, excuse me, of the email published seven days ago by the New York Post, which showed a copy to Hunter Biden and Rob Walker that the email is genuine. There's no way around it, folks. It's goddamn genuine. This laptop is real. So that also leads you to believe if the laptop is real and it's been subpoenaed by the FBI and not just any person in the FBI, someone who specializes over the past five years in working in child pornography, then that can't be a lie either, can it? But let's continue. So it's coming out here again. Hunter Biden's business partners confirm email. Biden family scheme to make millions from the Chinese. So, you know, I don't care what anyone says about this. We all know that... uh, that Biden had sold out to the Chinese a long time ago. This just confirms it. So if he's willing to sell out this country as a vice president, what kind of damage is he going to do as umro, umro numero uno? You tell me that. How far, how bad can this go and how fast? That is the problem we face here today. And this is not me being biased against Joe Biden. I said this from the beginning. I am not a Trump supporter. I do not like the way he talks. I do not like some of the way he handles situations. But it's not up to me to uh, be biased in the situation. I've just been saying all along that when it comes to the media, Trump's been an underdog. And Biden had his own skeletons in this closet. And they were bigger than even I thought. But let's go. Right. Here we go. So Hunter Biden, uh, business associates, te- uh, text messages indicate meeting with Joe, right? So Joe and this Chinese thing, the guy, the guy kept the text messages. 
I mean, you know, there's that saying that when you do a crime, one, two, one, uh, two, too many, uh, excuse me, two people, one is too many that know, right? And in this situation here, there's too many people. This was bound to come out. This was bound to come out. So I bet you that Tony tried to blackmail or, or exploit the family to, for some type of gain. And guess what? He didn't get it. And now he's coming out against him. And understand something. This business partner is a Democrat. He's not a Republican, which means, again, that somewhere down the line, he got caught. And now the DOJ is after him, FBI, someone's after him, or he tried to extort, exploit, or try to get some type of gain from the Bidens. And they must have refused, pissed him off, because here he is biting the hand that feeds him. And you don't do that for nothing. But let's continue. So here, here we go. We're going to get into the actual text messages. So this is May 20th, 2017. Uh, Tony Bablinski is warned by business partner uh, James Gillier, uh, quote, don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you are face to face. I know you know that, but they are paranoid. OK, and you can see right there in the text message. Um, it's, it says, ask if there's uh, excuse me, it says, ask if there's uh, they have any recommendations or I would do it short term if needed. But maybe he feels that. Uh, better if H puts uh, there a friend with no power but reporting comms. Don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you are face to face. I know you know that, but they are paranoid. And remember, this is May 20th. Let's go back to May 20th. A text from Tony Bablinski to business associate James Gillier about Hunter. Quote, you need to, uh, to stress to H, does he want to be the reason or factor that blows up his dad's campaign. Things need to be done right and protective of that fact. So they knew what they were doing here, folks. It's right there. This is off the guy's phone to the other person, right? They're screwed. This is real. I don't care what you want to say about Trump. If you think that this is not a problem that you're going to put someone who's going to sell out the country in writing right there proves it. And his son may be a pedophile, right? A sex offender. You're going to make the first son of this country a sex offender in the White House. There's a goddamn problem. Truly a problem. And you need to think about that because before anything, anything else, that is an issue. This goes above and beyond whether Donald Trump had his allegations and Joe Biden had his allegations of, of uh, sexual impropriety against women. This guy, Hunter, is being looked into child pornography. That is a big fucking no-no. I don't care who you are. But let's continue. He has a text message from May 19th. Business associate Rob Walker tells Tony Bablinski about Hunter referring to Joe Biden as his chairman. So Stas says, should I keep pressing? No. When he said his, uh, his chairman was talking about his dad, and I think your dismissal of it maybe offended him a bit, but you didn't know what he was talking about. Let, <clears throat> let it go. Excuse me. Let's let it go till morning if we can. <laughs> so again, we can see right here, plain as day, text message off a of goddamn BlackBerry that these guys were doing shady shit, selling out the Biden family name and 
Joe was part of it. Joe was part of it. I don't care who you are. So with all this coming out, right? So just yesterday, what's Obama doing? This was yesterday before all this happened. So I'm sure Obama is shaking his goddamn head. He has to be because he has not been stumping for Biden. He has not been stumping for Biden at all until last night. He showed his biggest campaign parents yet, right? And what's what's he do? Oh, this is part of this article. This is a CNN article as of today. Obama particularly relished exploiting a report by New York Times based on Trump's financial records that the president has a bank account in China, even as it slams Biden for being soft on the communist giant. Well, let me tell you something. And I'm saying this. And I said this before. Sometimes the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. At least that fucking account shows up in his financials. Because guess what? The money Joe's being paid doesn't show up. So now what? So if that is your bid to do, Obama, if that is your bid to do, you fucking lost this morning. You lost. You lost it. There's no way around it. You took your shot. You failed because at least it's being found. This stuff, this stuff isn't. And you have to know Joe's been, uh, Obama's been shaking his head because he didn't want them, uh, Joe, to run. Remember, he was for Kamala Harris from the beginning. And he didn't endorse Joe for 2016. He endorsed Hillary Clinton instead. So there was always that ten uh, tension. And then, of course, this 2020, he didn't want to endorse Joe. And if you don't believe me, Let's get into the article. So here's GQ as of August 18th of 2019, right? Uh, based on a New York Times article, most surprising part of the Times story, though, is how Obama has on multiple occasions tried to dissuade Biden from running for president. First in 2016, Obama pressured Biden to sit out the race because he believed Hillary Clinton was the best shot at continuing his legacy. So he didn't even trust Joe to continue his legacy. Even though that didn't pan out for Obama, he still tried to talk Biden out of running in 2020, per the Times, right? Says the two men spoke at least half a dozen times before Biden decided to run. Mr. Obama took pains to cast his doubts about the campaign in personal terms. Quote, you don't have to do this, Joe. You really don't. Mr. Obama told, uh, told Mr. Biden earlier this year, according to a person familiar with the exchange, Biden who thinks he could have defeated Donald Trump four years ago, responded by telling Mr. Obama he could never forgive himself if he turned down a second shot at Trump. Well, the article's not over yet. Since announcing his candidacy, Biden has proven himself to be exceptionally gaffe-prone, repeatedly referring to the former British Prime Minister, Theresa May, as Margaret Thatcher. Of course, this guy, you know, he's just not in his head. We both know, everyone knows Joe's not in the right mind. Period. He's still running for Senate. If it wasn't for his people giving him a teleprompter and you listen to this man talk off the cuff, he always says he's a candidate for the Senate. I just don't get why people think that he's okay. Um, uh, claiming that he uh, claiming he was vice president during 2017 high school shooting at Parkland, Florida. We both know he wasn't the vice president in 2017 and saying poor kids are uh, poor kids are just as bright just as talented as white kids. Again, this guy can't keep racial terms out of his goddamn vocabulary. He just can't. 
And we allow him to keep going with this. And people really want him back in the office. And if you think racial division is going to get better because Biden's in there, he can't stop talking race. He can't stop talking race. Everything's racial to him. And if you don't believe me, Kamala Harris took him the task on it during the debate. Can't forget that. But let's keep going. So since announcing his candidacy, uh, yeah, let's go on. So at an Iowa speech, apart from making verbal stumbles, he's also defended his working relationship with segregationists in Congress. And that's why I just said Kamala went after him about it. He still to this day defends his, his record on that. There is no defense on that. You were trying to be the guy who brings the country together, but you still you know, think that that was a good thing. I don't care who you are. The Times also reported in March, Obama summoned top campaign advisor Anita Dunn and Kate uh, Benningfield to his Washington office. Multiple sources confirmed to the Times that the ex-president warned the advisors to make sure that Biden doesn't, quote, embarrass himself, uh, end quote, or, quote, damage his legacy. And this is why I said in earlier podcasts, I, I just can't see Obama, Obama coming out for Biden, but he did. But now he's got to be shaking his head because this is just making Obama look like a goddamn fool. The day after. And this is why, this is why Obama didn't want to endorse Joe Biden, period. And that's why I think Michelle Obama looked like she was freaking out, even though she was making a plea, because I think she had to. I don't think there was a choice. I'm not sure what kind of dirt that Biden has on him, but he's got to have something, right? So it gets better. It gets better. So we're going to go back to, um, we're going to go back. So we're going to talk about the uh, coronavirus. The only stance that Biden has uh, uh, against Trump is coronavirus, 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 and Trump is bad, period. Trump is bad. That's, that's it. So this is an article from Politico. Uh, this goes back to May 4th of this year. And in this article, right, and we know political left-leaning again. I'm not picking conservative news. Left-leaning, left-leaning news, period. The snafu was, uh, this is talking about swine food. The snafu was the first of many scrambles and setbacks by the Obama administration and its initial response to the flying swine flu. Politico interviewed almost two dozen people, including administration officials, members of Congress, and outsiders who uh, contended with the administration's response, and they described a litany of sadly familiar obstacles. Vaccine shortfalls, fights over funding, and sometimes contradictory messages. And again, this is Politico. This is May of this year. It's, and it goes on, quote, it's purely a fortuity uh, that uh, this isn't one of the great, uh, great mass casualty events in American history. End quote. Ron Klain, who was Biden's chief of staff at the time, said of the H1N1 in 2019, it had nothing to do with us doing anything right. Get that? That's a quote. Quote, it had nothing to do with us doing anything anything right. It just had to do with luck. If anyone thinks that this can, can't happen again, they don't have to go back to 1918. They just have to go back to 2009, 2010, and um, excuse me, and imagine a virus with a different lethality. And you can just do the math on that. 
So when Trump brought out swine flu in the first debate, he wasn't goddamn wrong. And this is Biden's former chief of staff. Politico article. Politico article. So I don't want to hear anyone telling me or making comments because I want comments, but I don't want to hear anyone telling me I'm only pulling out conservative news because this ain't conservative when you're talking vice and Politico. But let's keep going. So Biden's plan to commission help decide uh, court packing uh, question if elected. So now all of a sudden, because he's got all this goddamn heat, he does the same thing he did last time as let's go bring up the courts and we're going to make a scene about the courts, right? But the funny thing here again is Joe Biden can't goddamn commit. He doesn't commit. I don't care who you are. He doesn't commit. He's sitting here. I'm going to put a commission together. I'm going to give him 180 days to tell me what the best thing is going to do, court packing or otherwise, so he's not making people happy on the progressive side, and he's just sitting there saying it's in limbo. What are you doing, buddy? No one's buying this at this point. At this point, we are so close to the goddamn election that you need to start actually making decisions. If you can't make decisions now on your intentions, you can't make decisions as president. And that's where I think the 25th Amendment that Pelosi has been uh, working on, as I said in a previous uh, podcast, and you can find it, and I will link it below, is that he isn't running for president. The 25th Amendment is meant to get him out of office and put Kamala in the presidency seat. Think about all this nonsense. It adds up. It just adds up. I know Joe's wanted this for many years. This is his third shot at running, and he's going to fail. And if he does win, they're going to take him out anyway because he's not all there. And he's just too hot to touch because... If he squashes this investigation, if he becomes president and squashes this investigation, this is going to have rippling, rippling effects from here on out to the future. Rippling. But the funny thing is, Joe, you know, God bless Joe, right? Mm -hmm. I don't God bless Joe, but October 21st. This was a quote from him. America was an idea. We never lived up to it, but we've never walked away from it before. So basically, Joe, what you're saying is, is what? We're walking away from it because we're trying to do America first and not sell out to the Chinese, right? If you're not making money, that's why we're walking away from the idea of America. Is the idea of America, you get to sell out this country. What is the idea, Joe? Because you're not specifying it. This is another one of those broad-based things. So Joe can't make money. It's no longer America. If Joe can't underhandedly make millions and millions of dollars off the American uh, as a country and as American taxpayers, then we have a problem. It's not America for him. It's not, it's not your country. It's Joe's country, right? Because Joe is the Democratic Party. But the Democrats don't want to touch this, this, these questions at all. They're all hiding. This is going to be a huge problem. And I, I just need you guys to wrap your head around it. I need you to like videos like this. I need you to share videos like this, okay? Because it doesn't matter if it's me or anyone else. If they're trying to get the truth out, big tech is, you know, obviously sheltering Joe. They're censoring what you see and hear. And we need to share the information to get it out. I'm not saying don't Joe vote for Joe Biden. I will tell you that I wouldn't vote for Joe Biden at this point. I'm not saying I would vote for Trump, but I would tell you that I would not vote for Joe Biden. And I don't think anyone else should either. But 
I'm giving you information, not just from conservative outlets, I'm giving you from left-leaning outlets. And believe me, it all adds up to Biden is bad. It doesn't mean Trump is good. I'm just saying Biden is bad. So that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much. Um, I really appreciate the love and support that I've been getting. And I hope to see you next time. Have a good one.